This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. Just a reminder, the Talk of Fame Network is sponsored by GEICO. We're just 15 minutes. can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. And you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. We're also sponsored by MyCleanPC.com. If your computer runs slowly and whose doesn't, go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can activate MyClean software to clean up what may be slowing that computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Well, our first guest is another of the 26 semifinalists for the Hall of Fame's Class of 2017. Except there aren't many others like former Pittsburgh wide receiver Heinz Ward. And not just because he played his entire career, that would be 14 years, with one team, or that he appeared on Dancing with the Stars. Nope. Heinz Ward was a two-time Super Bowl champ, five-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro, three-time Team MVP, Super Bowl MVP, and a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers all-time team. Moreover... He was, his former teammate Alan Fanica reminded us last week, and Gucci remember this, Heinz Ward was someone who changed the game at his position with his physical play. Heinz, thanks for joining us. No problem, guys. Hey, Heinz, I, I mentioned that Alan Fanica, who we had on last week and is also a Hall of Fame semifinalist, he said you changed the wide receiver position with your physical play, and, and most especially uh, a part of the game that most people don't notice, and as Alan said, it was blocking. That's what I did. That's what he did. He was really good at it. My question to you is, what was it about the non-receiving part of the game that you liked or that was a good fit for you? Well, I just think, you know, when I got drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers, I mean, we're always known as a predominantly run team, uh, you know, with, with Jerome Bettis, the bus, Hall of Famer. I mean, it was just it was just a part of the position that came with it. And, you know, playing under Coach Cowher, I mean, Coach Cowher, one of those guys who worked this way, through the league. He was a special teams guy, but he appreciated guys doing the little things. So when I came in uh, onto the team in 98, you know, we weren't going to get a lot of attempts in the passing game. I think at the time, they really asked Cordell to throw maybe 20, 25 attempts a game. So, you know, me rotating in and out with some of the guys, I really didn't get a lot of opportunities. So the only way I could make a name for myself in the, was in the run game is by blocking. So, to me, you know, I got more out of blocking and making a huge block just as much as I did converting on third downs or scoring a touchdown. It was just a part of a kind of – it came along with the position playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Heinz, blocking the most wide receivers is a hazard, not a responsibility. So do you have to dig down deep for that willingness to block? No question. I mean – I don't get incentives to block the way I did. I don't get paid any extra money. I did it because I wanted to. I I enjoyed every aspect of the game. You know, I wanted to see what kind of way I can impact the game when I'm not getting the ball. And and I've always took the approach of you know I was gonna play within the rules. I wasn't trying to you know end someone's career. But at the same time, I wasn't gonna be. I wasn't going to allow guys to hit me first. It was kind of, I was going to be on attack mode, hit them before they hit me. Because, you know, going across the middle, you know, guys aren't going to tackle you softly. <laughs> you know, they aren't going to bring you down softly. So I said, well, if I got an opportunity, I was going to try to hit them. And me, I, I listen, I grew up playing on the defensive side. I was strong safety of a high school team, and I was the quarterback on my team. So I still had that defensive mentality in me. And I was smart enough 
by playing the quarterback position, I understood the game. So a lot of times I was asked to go in and block linebackers. I was an extra pulling guard uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and, and I took pride in doing that. Now, Hines, I think the new bar for Hall of Fame qualification for receivers has got to be 1,000 career catches. You're sitting exactly on that number. What do 1,000 career catches say about a receiver? I just think it, it just speaks volumes, volumes about the consistency over the years. You know, for me, play with, I think, eight, nine different quarterbacks <laughs> over my career, predominantly playing in Pittsburgh where you have to deal with the elements. You're going on the road in Cleveland. You're going on the road in Cincinnati and Baltimore. So you never really knew kind of, you know, what weather conditions you have to deal with. But at the same time, you know, me reflecting back a thousand catches considering where my career started and, and, and being on a predominantly run team. Oh, man, I, you know, now I look at A.B. and all these guys catching passes 100. To catch 100 balls was a big deal. Now it's kind of the norm of, of the league now. So uh, growing up at a time in my era, I mean, that was unheard of. I mean, the record before I broke it was, I think, career. I think Yancey Thigpen had 85 catches. So uh, to think about 1,000 catches considering uh, how my career started, being on a predominant, uh, predominant run oriented team I mean I just took pride and I wanted to make a name for myself through blocking and people just noticed hey this guy can catch the ball too oh he's scoring touchdowns as well and and I, I really prided myself on uh, when it mattered the most and that was in the playoffs you know I was always I wanted to be the go-to guy I wanted to let my quarterbacks know when in doubt I'm a scratch claw do whatever it takes and uh, catch the ball but at the same time uh, I knew I had to set the tone for my offense. I was kind of the tone setter. Uh, I remember Coach Tomlin in the AFC Championship game against Baltimore Ravens. He came over to me and said, set the tone. I went out. Me and Ed Reed got into it in the first play. I got three guys on top of me, and I ended up with the penalty called on me. <laughs> so, you know, it, was, it was one of those. It was one of those. It's okay to get a penalty. He looked over to me and said, okay, now we're ready. Let's go. It was kind of to set the tone for the entire game. So I, I took great pride in doing that. That seems to happen in those Baltimore-Pittsburgh games, doesn't it, Hines? <laughs> uh, that, I can tell you what, that rivalry with so many great players, so many future Hall of Famers, to be a part of that, man, that rivalry made me who I was. It taught me everything to bring your A game each and every play. You know, and you knew it was going to be a combative game. And I figured, hey, everybody's considering Ed Reed, a Hall of Famer, one of the best safeties in the league. Well, before that game is over with, he's going to know who uh, number 86 is. And I, <laughs> I gave him nightmares. <laughs> I was going to him every time. You are correct, uh, sir. I, I took pride in that. <laughs> so. Well, we know who number 86 is. We're speaking with Hall of Fame semifinalist Heinz Ward on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at, at talkoffamenet. And Heinz, there are four wide receivers on the ballot for the class of 2017. That'd be you, Terrell Owens, Ike Bruce, and Torrey Holt. If you had to stand in front of the 48 voters today, and you're, you're talking to a couple of them right now, and, and, and tell them what sets you apart from the others. And I'm not suggesting you knock them. I, I, I don't mean that. But just what sets you apart? What, what do you want us to know that you may think that others don't understand about you, that others may miss? What would you, what would you tell us if you were standing in front of us? Um, I would say, you know, I changed the game as far as blocking standpoints. I mean, yes, I know these guys have crazy stats all day, but... 
I feel like stats are based on what type of system you're in. And for me, I took pride to be the best player that I could be in the system. I mean, to have a rule called after you, <laughs> they changed the rule because of me. I mean, that's that's flattering for me because, you know, being an offensive guy, not too many offensive guys can change the rules, something like that, you know, and all the crackback blocks and things like that. But I think I changed the game because, I mean, you know, I, I was sitting there stretching. Coach Parcells came up, up to me and said, man, you play the game the way it's supposed to be played. To me, that's the greatest accomplishment, uh, a compliment than, than, than anything. I mean, a coach recognizing for me to doing the little things. But uh, I would say my blocking stands out more than anything. I know no disrespect to the other guys, but, you know, for me, they just catching passes and touchdowns. And I did the same, probably not statistically as those guys, but, you know, I took pride in blocking. Like I said, I mean, I, I took great pride in that. And me being at the Hall of Fame for Jerome Bettis, I felt like I had made it too. You know, I was a part of the, some of his stats that, that he has, uh, you know, for his career rushing yards and touchdowns. And But I took great pride in that, you know, and, and that's just who I was. So I would have to go with blocking. That's kind of what stands out uh, for me. And, you know, I go around, I do a lot of camps, a lot of coaching. A lot of coaches say, hey, man, we use your tape. We teach our receivers. This is how you block. This is how you make an impact on the game. So it's kind of flattering that, you know, I'm five years removed from the game and there's still coaches out there that pull out from my old film and, and they teach it to their young wideouts. It's like, this is how you impact the game when you're not catching the ball. So I would have to go with that. Well, Heinz, we've got to go too. But thanks for the time, and best of luck with your Hall of Fame candidacy. No problem. Anytime, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Heinz. Up next, why someone Heinz is familiar with, that'd be former San Diego running back LT Ladanian Tomlinson belongs in Canton. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network.